Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ask Jamine. I'm Nikki Willis, and I'm Jamine. And today we are going to talk specifically about inventory. The housing market still has relatively low inventory, and we've got a ton of things to talk about. So we're just gonna jump right into it. Okay, here we go. So before we get started, I want to remind you to make sure you subscribe, hit that button down there below, and hit the bell so that you are notified every time we upload new content. Also, thank you to all of you who have subscribed. We are growing, we're growing our community, and you guys are the real rock stars. Thank you for commenting, for emailing, all of that stuff. You guys are awesome, so thanks for your support. Okay, let's get into it. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about inventory. I'm mean, still relatively low. So um, the the question here is, why are there so few houses available? Right. Yeah. All right, babe. So um, so let's get into it. Why are so few houses still available? So we want to focus on about four or five things that's the major contributor to why there is such a shortage or so few houses available. Mm -hmm. So you got whole bunch of people that want to buy a house and they're competing for the very few amount of houses that are on the market yeah so the first thing we want to think about is like you talked about either last episode or episode before we talked about how specifically in the las vegas uh area mm -hmm. um it is still a relatively new city mm -hmm. so even though we have a bunch of things going on um, there is like, you know, nothing, whole bunch, whole bunch, a whole, whole, whole bunch, and then it slowed down a little bit. So now that things are, uh, Vegas is becoming more of like a normal city with sports teams and things like that, builders just simply aren't building at the same rate as they were before. Right. So when we had the housing market crash in 2009, 2010, builders had overbuilt. They right. built so many houses without the buyers to buy the properties because they just anticipated things just being great forever. Right. Yeah. And so they overbuilt. So, um, you know, like when we first came here, the first time we came to Las Vegas, we saw frame house, frame house, frame right. house, frame house. And then they didn't even finish the project. That's how yeah. much they it's overbuilt. It's abandoned projects. So yeah. one of the reasons why is builders kind of learn their lesson but they also have like real estate uh market crash ptsd they're like i'm not gonna build to the extent that i built before yeah. so it's like um that's why they have they release lots they say okay that went well then they release more lots. okay that went well so yeah. they still are very kind of a building to, on demand yeah to not overbuild so they aren't building at the same rate not just vegas all over mm -hmm. builders just simply aren't building at the same rate as they were doing before because they kind of learned their lesson from 2009 2010. right right the other part on the building piece is if you really pay attention to what's going on as far as like available land mm -hmm. a lot of the available land especially in other cities that's 
what we call landlocked, the land that's available is commercial. Mm. And so because it's commercial, you can't put a bunch of single family houses on right. there. But what can you put on there? Apartment complexes. complexes, yeah. So builders are actually, you look at development, a lot of the development that's going on is big apartment complexes right. instead of all these 20 houses or these 50 houses yeah. being subdivided into lots. So a lot of developers and investors and people who are investing their money are investing their money into large multifamily apartment complexes versus right. single family houses that will help create the supply of available houses. Right, right, right. So um, I, I think that's really interesting too because when you are, I mean, just going back to looking at builders, and those of you who want to or are considering building instead of buying um, a, a pre-existing home, um, what you guys are probably running into are wait lists. Mm -hmm. So um, on the consumer side, you might experience a wait list where your name is put um, on a list and it could be between 75 to 150 names on that list. And as lots are released, um, they go down that list and see who's ready, uh, who's ready to move forward. And um, some that, sometimes that wait list takes a little bit longer. Um, so just to let you know, on that side, that's kind of what you'll be experiencing on uh, the consumer side. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so why are so few homes still available? Homeowners um, who might be considering moving or staying put because they're afraid they won't be able to find anything else yeah. um, to buy in this current market. So um, I know that I've spoken with many of you and some of you who are, are watching right now. And uh, you know, that's a, a, real, a real concern that you guys have. Um, the good news is, is that there are things that you can put in place in your offer should you want to should you want to move or maybe downsize or maybe even upsize um, but there are things that you can put in your offer of your new home um, contingent upon the sale of your your other home and um, while there are still few homes um, that are available I will say this because y'all know I brought notes um, <laughs> so April's numbers came out um, 3,001 units sold as far as single family homes. So um, it's not like they're not moving. They are definitely moving. Uh, we've been having closings. Um, we've been selling homes because um, that's what we do. Um, but I will say you have to be creative in this market. So you need to have a real estate agent that knows what they're doing, knows how to negotiate, um, that's well connected and um, knows how to get an offer accepted. But um, but they are out there um, as far as condos and townhomes, um, which is always less than single family homes, so it's okay. But 776 units sold um, it last month. So both condos, townhomes, and single family homes are moving. So yes, while that is you know a legitimate concern, and we do hear you, um, if you still want to move, especially this summer, reach out to a real estate agent. This yeah. definitely still could be your time to do that. Yeah, so this market is kind of like the perfect example of it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. Mm. <laughs> so you got somebody that already <laughs> owns a home and they're like, oh, I bought a house and I got a good price for it in X amount of years. Yeah. And like, oh, I'm going to stay put because I don't, 
I don't think I'll be able to buy nothing else. Whereas mm. you have like first time home buyers and maybe millennials or you know, well, newer just entrepreneurs in. just jumping mm -hmm. into and the market. Ownership. Yeah. They're still buying a house and even sometimes finding a deal, yeah. but they're being creative. They're having to work or you're mm -hmm. just putting yourself out there and putting not even a risk, but a potential risk out there. So a lot of conservatives and people like when I say it's hard to teach a new uh, old dog new tricks sometimes you just have to be creative you still can buy a house you still can find a good deal and investment mm -hmm. in and things like that you just have to put yourself out there and kind of be creative and some people just aren't willing to do that right now yeah and for those of you homeowners who are thinking that you may want to stay put let me wet your whistle just a little bit okay just a little bit come on look a little bit closer all right okay so of the homes that have sold, the median sale price for those homes, okay? The median sale price for those homes, single family homes in particular, is 475, guys. That's up almost 27% from last year. So if you bought last year, if you bought the year before, even the year before, you have probably seen major growth in the value of your home. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if you if you're thinking about staying put, but you're really kind of on the fence, and maybe you like I said, you want to downsize or you want to upsize, that might be something that you want to consider as far as the value of your home increasing, even twenty six, almost twenty seven percent in one year. So corporations are hedge funds. So let's start with hedge funds. For the most part, before the real estate market crashed hedge funds invested in stocks, bonds, and commodities. Mm -hmm. So they found a new commodity that was what they deem as safe and they could get the same amount of yield or interest as stocks or bonds through real estate. Right. So they found out, oh, well, we could buy a portfolio of properties and get a higher rate of return than we can by investing our money in the stock market. Mm -hmm. So they have to buy in bulk in order to for it to be a solution. So instead of investing my money in this, I'm gonna invest my money in this. So one property won't do it for a hedge fund that has millions and billions of dollars. So they buy huge portfolios all over the country, well, all over the world actually. And so before the real estate market crashed and they looked at real estate as a viable commodity, mm -hmm. they weren't buying bulk real estate. So those hedge funds, which is, you know, one of the corporations, they bought a bunch of properties and it's just like, you know, Warren Buffett or anybody else, you have certain stocks that you move around, some of them you just buy and hold. Right. And so those corporations, they bought the properties, hold them, held them, and they never put them back on the market, mm -hmm. which creates a shortage of available properties for the average, you know, buyer to choose from and to buy. So you have hedge funds, you have i buyers or internet buyers. So you have like your your um, OfferPad and your Zillow and people yeah. like that. Those are corporations that say, "I'll buy your house, sight unseen, yeah. for X amount of dollars." And it only it makes sense because it's a numbers game. They buy a whole bunch of properties. Some are lower, some are higher, but it all averages out to a profit. Mm -hmm. And then you have newer companies like your American Homes for Rent, which yeah. they're a publicly traded company, and yeah. their whole business is to buy properties 
and hold them and, and never sell yeah. them. And they, you know, and they just keep saying, okay, we're going up 3%, we're going up 5%. Whatever the market can hold, yeah. they're all about getting that interest and they have in funds invested from other people and their thing is to buy properties and hold them, not right. to, they don't make money off of selling them. So, And they've um, even gotten into building now. Yep. Building yep. just to rent. Just to rent now. It's like so. a, an apartment, but it's a single family home. <laughs> so... Um, but for some people that is, um, you know, that's what they need at the time. Um, some people prefer to rent, but, um, but just so you know that, that there is a sliver of the market that looks like that. So, yeah. yeah. And so I even had a recommendation. I talked to somebody else about this. Mm. I think that they should put a rule in place just like they do with, um, like a bank owned property or if you put an offer on a hood property oh, like if you put okay. an offer on the hood property it has to be an owner occupied person yeah. for the first 14 days yeah. or 21 mm -hmm. days or one week they keep bumping the time period up but for a period of time it's only open to an owner occupied person yeah and i think that we should probably put some type of thing like that into in place, place. Yeah. because corporations are a major uh, competitor if not a problem mm -hmm. to the average buyer looking to buy their first home or somebody looking to relocate to another city yeah it's hard to compete with somebody that basically basically has a blank checkbook to you know they overpay yeah. for houses because it's the all the numbers game for them so right. i think we do at some point have to really regulate the amount of properties that these corporations can buy yeah. because it's just taking you know a lot of people out of the, the game and making it yeah. extremely it's moving the goal line you know, yeah so it's making it extremely difficult and way more lopsided on on the end of competing with an investor or a corporation yeah i i agree i yeah. definitely agree it's gonna have to something's gonna have to happen yeah um well another reason uh why there are so few homes available right now is that people uh, generally follow crowds. So right now, as you know, um, interest rates are still relatively low, but mm -hmm. uh, we know that they are increasing. Um, just a couple weeks ago, the interest rate increased again, so about, about five and a half percent uh, for the interest rate. Um, but inflation, inflation is pretty high. Um, I know y'all been filling it up with gas, filling your cars <laughs> up with gas. <laughs> We see it in the stores and at the gas stations and everything like that. Um, so, uh, for the but for the most part, you know everything is is up. Um, so, market crashes and major changes are largely motivated by by fear. Um, so, fear of not being able to sell or not being able to sell at the right price or or like I mentioned before, even being able to buy something else that they want. Um, it it keeps people staying staying put. Um, so, uh, you know, for home homeowners that, um, again, might be on the fence, you know, those types of things, inflation, um, increase in interest rates, um, you know, all these types of fears, it makes people say, ah, I think I'll hold it for a little bit longer. Um, and so that's just another reason why there's, you know, less inventory out there right now. 
Yeah, mm -hmm. so for the most part, major changes are inspired by fear. And you can take it to the pandemic. Remember when we had the toilet paper crisis? Oh, Everybody got so scared and they went out there. Oh my gosh, we lives. won't be able to have toilet paper. And yeah. they went out and bought all the toilet paper. Mm -hmm. That was based upon fear. Right. And then even re recently, when you take over like the situation with uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter, mm -hmm. a lot of people dumped. Tesla stock yeah. and feared that he would he and would focus, focus too much time on Twitter, so they did that on on Tesla stock, thinking oh it may go down. Mm -hmm. Actuality, people should have the opposite amount of fear. I right now would be a little, little more on the side of fearful that. I should go ahead and sell this property now mm. when prices are extremely high. Mm -hmm. And or instead of waiting until everything dropped out and hurrying up trying to sell before it got too bad. Mm. So I think that's a mistake that a lot of people make. Not saying that like prices are as high as they're going to be right now. Yeah. But you know they're high right now. Yeah. Go off of what you know. You don't know like how long it's going to be. Um, so a lot of people wait until it's too late. So... Um, a lot of times big changes are motivated by uh, fear so that's you should get that from the gas prices to stocks to toilet paper to the real estate <laughs> market yeah. a lot of big changes are motivated by fear and so um, you know that, that, that people aren't you know scared enough right now <laughs> and that's a big thing mm -hmm. You are last but not least. Why are you doing super hard? Like, I mean, you should have just went right into it. Like, okay. you act like I'm the only person that can move this conversation. Okay. All right. So, mm. I'm. You're the last but not least. I just read that. You said we were going to alternate. I'm okay. doing what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> you just like blank staring. Well, I mean, it's like because you're supposed to just pick up and move. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. All right. Um, and last but not least, this is probably one of the biggest factors right now is we're not in a super duper coronavirus still exists, but yeah. it's really low right now. Yeah, so we're not in a pandemic. Panic, people scared, people Anymore. back outside. But people still have a lot of options right now as far as their mortgage is concerned. Yeah. So people aren't scared that, ooh, if I don't pay my mortgage in three months, I'm gonna get foreclosed on. Right. So they still have modifications, forbearance, uh, um, workout programs and yeah. things like that available, available to people. Whereas, you know, back when the real estate market, um, you know, was collapsing or a normal market, you go three months, you get a notice of default. Absolutely. If you don't pay then, you get a notice of sale, and then Absolutely. you get foreclosed yeah, on. Yeah, So now banks are willing to work with a lot of people because coronavirus happened. Yep. And also, they don't want to have to put that property on the market and go through the whole foreclosure process. They would rather, okay, let's extend you out from 30 years to 40 years. They're even doing things like that because... Yeah. Big banks and corporations, all they're looking at is interest. If they can keep they their money, stay, <laughs> if they keep their money put yeah. up somewhere, and they can still collect interest, even if it's delayed, yeah, even it's if it's spread it out, as yeah. long as they're still getting it. At the end of the day, that's what a lot of these big corporations care about. Right? Is how much interest am I getting, and how can I secure that interest on there? So, 
um, all these workouts, modifications are still available to a lot of homeowners right now. Mm -hmm. So we said this before and we'll say it again. If you get foreclosed on right now, it's pretty much your own fault. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. There's no way you should probably <laughs> get foreclosed. In between banks being able to work with you and 90 something percent of somebody right now on the market has equity in their yeah, house. Yeah, you're not upside down. So you should be able to sell it. Yeah. Even make your little money to start over, relocate, get yeah, back if you on need your to feet. Dump the, if you need to dump it, dump it, you shouldn't be upside down. Yeah, now's a great time. So when we talked about the fear, people don't have the fear of the consequences of not paying their mortgage right now. Yeah. So a lot of people say, Oh, let me hurry up and sell so I don't get foreclosed on. That mm. panic is not there. Nope. Um and so that creates a supply demand issue. There's a lot more buyers than sellers because people don't have a lot of people who own houses aren't afraid that they may lose it mm -hmm. or not be able to sell at a certain price right now so yeah you take all of those factors and that's what creates the current real estate market that we have right now yeah um but we do have changes we have a potential uh how long is this war thing gonna go on with ukraine and russia yeah a lot of factors yeah we have interest rates going up yeah, so, inflation um, is a big deal yeah um inflation more more so is also affecting the rental market so if you are renting right now it's probably pretty expensive um that's why we want you to if you are renting right now and you're looking to move it's good to consider possibly buying um because it may be significantly less um, as far as your mortgage versus what you're paying in rent. So definitely consider that. Um, you know, again, like we said, interest rates, you know, they, they are climbing and that does change the uh, purchase power um, that you have um, as far as, you know, what you can afford, what you could afford earlier this year. You can't quite afford that now, but if you are still able to buy, go ahead and do that. Um, so um, all these things, again, all these factors um, make it so that that's what the market is looking like. Um, but if you need help and you are moving out to Las Vegas or you're already in this area and you're looking to move, we would love to help you. Go ahead and put it in the comments below. You can also email us or uh, you can go to the willisteamlv.com and we'd be happy to help. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining us and we will see you next time. Bye.